Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dear to My Heart podcast, a family podcast for resources for family caregivers. I am your host, slash nurse, slash family caregiver coach, slash boot camp instructor, Michelle Allen here with you. And I love to enjoy you guys and, and welcome you back for another week. Now, I have to tell you guys, I am super duper excited because I have one of my sister friends on today. And what she, her product that she has is so in line with this podcast and what this podcast is about. So I'm going to introduce her and let her introduce herself. This is my sister friend, Felicia. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. Thank you for having me. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for agreeing to come on. Thank you. So why I invited Felicia on, guys, Felicia made a book. She wrote a book and she'll give us more details about the book. But the book, the premise of the book is to keep track of your family history, your legacy. Now, does that make sense to you right now? Maybe not. But when we get by the end of this, you'll understand why we're, we're stressing the importance of this. OK, so Felicia, tell us a little bit. Tell us the name of the book and a little bit about the book. OK, the name of the book is called The Makings of Me. And the reason why it's called The Makings of Me is because everything you essentially write down in the book consists of the makings of you as a person. So I came up with the idea to create this book a while, a long time ago, a very long time ago, after my husband said one morning that he wished he had had more details about his mother's life. Now, my husband talks about his mother every day and all the time. She passed away from sarcoidosis when he was only 16. Mm -hmm. And he has a lot of stories, a lot of memories, good, good, good stuff. He shares it all the time. He talks about his mother nonstop. So I asked him, I said, I don't understand you talk about your mother all the time. What do you mean you wish you had more? And he was like, no, I have memories, but I don't have details about her life. Mm -hmm. Meaning where she went to school, what, what did what, who was she named after? Stuff like that. Just details about her that other people wouldn't know because they knew her as a person, but they didn't know her information. So he's like, there's no way for me to sit down, basically, and ask her these questions. So I decided that day later on, I went to work and I said, you know, I'm going to create a book for other me and other people to fill out so that we can pass on information to our younger generation so that they will not grow up and say, I wish I had more details about so-and-so's life. And that's mm. where the premise of the book came from. I just made sure I made sure I asked about details, information, stuff that's important to us that we would want our kids and our loved ones to know if we're not able to tell them. Stuff that doesn't always come up in conversation, that's what's going to be in this book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you see, I told y'all. Didn't I say she was in line with what we were talking about? <laughs> okay. Y'all take me for a lie. I don't lie here. Okay. So yeah, Felicia just gave us a whole bunch of stuff here. So let's go back. Now your husband lost his mom at a young age. Wow. My gosh, that is young. And the, the beautiful part is he has those memories. What a blessing that is. Um, he has those memories enough to remember and to still talk about it in his grown adult age and probably telling right. us about his grandmother and, and all that stuff. That's all the time. See? <laughs> So it's like she's there. Your, your son probably like, yeah, I heard the story, Dad. I heard it. Yes, yes, yes. 
<laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I mean, that is just an, a blessing to have those memories. But it was like, was it that fast? Like you heard that and then you said, boom, I'm gonna write a book. Like it was just that fast for you? It took a couple of hours. It was in the morning. We were home. We were getting ready. He was in the bathroom like men do. He opened the door and he told me that. And I was like, okay, what do you mean? And he explained it to me. I went to work and I'm a thinker. So I'm at work and I'm sitting at the counter. I worked at the DMV at the time. So in between, I'm just thinking about what he said. I'm like, all right. My initial plan was I'm going to go to the discount store across the street. I'm going to get two black and white notebooks, one for him, one for me. He's going to have his. I'm going to have mine. I'm going to put pictures in it, tape them. Da, 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 da. So before lunch came, before I can go get the books, I came up with the idea to create a book for everyone. And I said, he can't be the only one that feels like this. And I don't want anybody else to fill that void. So I'm like, how can I help? What can I do? And that's when I decided I like to write. So maybe I can make a book. And I called him on lunch and he told me, he was like, that's a great idea. And that's how, that's how it happened. So it ha- he told me about 730 and the idea came to me about maybe 1 p.m. Wow. You're a mover shaker. Look how the Lord you. <laughs> I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do this right now. Mm-hmm. You know how many ideas people have and don't even act? You acted like within hours. You're like, okay, yeah, we're gonna do this. So let's research how to get this done. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Fantastic. That is fantastic. So, how long did it take you to create the book? That took a while because I kept second guessing it. Uh, I kept starting it, putting it down, starting it. Oh, is this really what people want? Once I pick it up and work on it, I was excited because I knew about the content I was putting in there. And I was like, oh, they're going to love this. They're going to love this. Then I'll stop that day. I'll work on some pages, stop. And then it'll take me a while to go back for it. And also everyday life was preventing me from doing it full time the way I wanted to. So I remember I told another friend about it and it was like, well, you got to get this done. You got to get this done. And I was like, all right, Felicia, stop procrastinating. It took about two years, maybe two, almost two to three years to finish it. And that's just because I kept starting, stopping, starting, stopping. Every time I started, I was excited about it. I was gung-ho. And then I would stop for a little while, talk about it to everybody. And they're like, well, you know, we're excited. When is it coming out? And then one particular friend was like, listen, you got to get it done. And I was like, yeah, I got to get it done. I guess I was nervous, I guess. I was nervous about probably, probably, probably nervous about failing. Yeah. I, I think that that was my nervousness. Like, I love it. Is everyone else going to love it the way I love it and think that it's necessary the way that I do? Right. And nothing's wrong with that. I mean, that's a natural reaction to anything. We all second guess ourselves. That little person, mm-hmm. like, really? Are you sure? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where does this person come from? You need to go somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. That, that little piece of doubt. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm glad you worked through it and pushed past it. I'm glad Thank you. you- that. I think that's when we first met because we met on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Don't remember this no, name. we met at one of our vendor events. Oh, we first met? Yes, we met at a vendor event. You were selling your body butters and I was selling my book. And I was interested in your body butters and you were interested in the book. And we both supported each other. And from there, it's just been like, can I get some butter? Can I get a book? Can I get somebody? Can I get a book? And we were just supporting each other from then. We met. I forgot that it was, I think it was with an M. I forgot the name of the event. Sassy Ladies. Oh, yeah. Sassy Ladies. Oh, That's man. when we first met. Oh, that was back. <laughs> it was a long time ago. The internet and social media works properly, people. Yep. 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 
That's what it's really meant for, building connections and bonds. And we've been connected ever since. And that was years ago, guaranteed you, years ago. <laughs> it was. So that's fantastic. So we created the book. How did you come up with um, the topics or questions that you were going to put in there? I talked to him and I asked him some of the questions like, is this something you would want to know? But I, it kind of flowed. Mm. Like I knew what I, once I had the topic of the page, I knew what content I wanted to be on that page. I kind of, I don't know. It just flowed. It was like, what would I want to know about my mother that I don't know? What would someone want to know? What do I want my son to know? And I will also ask him questions too. Like he, he unofficially was a part of it. So like the page, one of my favorite pages is way back when, where it talks about how much stuff used to cost when your parent was growing up compared to how much it costs now, which tells you about inflation and how things were so much cheaper back in the days. And then now we pay so much more money for it. So it's cool to see that, to know that when your mother was 14, perhaps a stamp was probably 10 cents, but now it's, it is what it is. So that's one of my favorite pages. So once I got the topic of the page, then I knew what I wanted that page to consist of. Okay. Got it. So that makes and how are you finding, like you said, you know, you were nervous. You had that self-doubt, like, shoot, I know this is great. My family probably knows this is great, but will the world understand what I'm trying to do here? Now that it's out there, how are you finding people receiving the book? The book sells best when people see it. Once people, once I explain it to you, like I explain it to you, like I, once I explain it to people the way I explain it to you, they love it. They, 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 open, they say, wow, that's crazy. That's amazing. And then they'll, always, always, always tell me about the person that they wish they had a book from. I wish I had this book when, I wish I had this book when, I wish I hear that every time I tell somebody about the book, I wish I had this book when. I noticed that a lot of older Black women are my target audience because they get it. They Mm -hmm. know the importance and they get the importance of it. So when I go to these book events, I have to show the book for people to grasp the concept. Like selling it online is not as easy because people don't get to see it and it's not tangible. But once people see it and open up and see what kind of content it has, and they're like, wow. And it's not just like I made sure that it wasn't boring. I didn't want it to be boring. I didn't want it to be my first name, my last name. That's it. Like I wanted it to be fun. So I made sure that it was fun and interesting. And the feedback I've been selling since 2014 is when I first printed my orders. And I would say 80 to 90% of my customer base is repeat customers. Like that's how the book stays in business because people keep coming back and coming back and back and coming back because they meet people. And it's like, this person should have it. This person should have it. This person should have it. And it's a great gift for all different occasions. So when I'm holidays pop up, yeah, when I'm holidays pop up, it's like, oh, the book, the book, the book, the book. But people love it. They love it. And I love when people really grasp the purpose of it and they go go when you go all the way with it what it's meant for you you see something special mm, what a blessing that is yeah i was gonna say it's such a gift and mind you guys as i you know felicia has this book i bought a couple of sets up until what just earlier this year i bought like 15 or something of her other <laughs> yes to talk about real quick <laughs> and i had a couple's event i was like felicia girl yeah <laughs> yep, yep. And it was perfect. I'm so glad you remembered it. It was perfect. Oh, no, girl. 
girl, I never forget. I never forget. I just need to make sure something works and I get it through. Yeah. <laughs> it is the if go for, of course, the big holidays, right? You got your Christmas, you got your birthday, you got your um, Mother's Day, Father's Day. Those are the big, big dogs. Mm-hmm. But for anything, mm-hmm. Valentine's, it goes for just because it goes. Yep. There's no reason, a special reason per se, just, just because, because the importance of tracking your family history is just that important. It's priceless. There's no holiday around that. We need that because, exactly. you know, we need to see next Mother's Day, are we? No, we're not. So let's yeah. get done now. Let's get the family together now. You know, you can even make a nice thing out of it. And I'm sure maybe people have told you that, you know, you mm-hmm. can have together a family barbecue and, and, and just start writing things down and asking questions. And I'm sure it will just, the conversation for the night will just be beautiful. I agree. My favorite story is a friend of mine brought the book and her mother was going through chemotherapy and she messaged me. She's like, I got to tell you that I took my mother to her chemotherapy session this past week. And she was like, where's the family book? We got to get the book filled out. Her mother told her, she's like, where's the book? We got to get the book filled out while they was at the chemotherapy session. Cause that's what they were doing. During the chemotherapy sessions, they would fill out the book. And her mother reminded her, like, where's the book? We got to finish that book. And she eventually her mom succumbed to cancer. But she said having the book and building that bond that she did with the book was just amazing. Yeah. And I know it from filling the book with my grandmother, my father, and my mother. I know that it's a different kind of bond that it creates when you sit down with that person and do it together. It's you find out things you thought you knew, you never knew, and you just get so much more closer to that person. And I try to, you know, relay that to people. Some people get it, some people don't, but most people do get it. And the people that get it, they benefit from it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's amazing, you know. And like you said, you know, her going through chemo, I'm sure that was a nice distraction for her too during those moments. Right. Exactly. Um, it's not meaningless distraction. That's purpose-filled distraction. <laughs> right. Exactly. And such a blessing, like you said, as you're filling out the book together, that bond, those memories together, you know, her mother has since passed and she has the book, but she also has those memories of, of that time yes. spent quality time, not just quality time with her mother. And you guys would have the same with your loved ones, you know, and, and you know, I'm going to say this, you know, she, you mentioned your friend and, and her mom with chemotherapy, but I just want to say a note to you guys as my family caregivers, your family member doesn't have to be sick or sick or going through any type of uh, traumatic event at that moment, even though that may trigger what may make you think about it, but it doesn't have to be that. It, again, like I said, just because like, oh, you know what, I'm out the house now, mom and I, we're growing up, I'm moving. Let me, let me, let's, let's fill this out real quick. You know, it doesn't even mean that mom and dad have to be 80 they can be 50 you know or even younger and fill this out it's just a a really important thing and you don't want the I wish the I wish you don't want that because like we said we're not promised tomorrow we're not guaranteed that mom and dad is going to reach 80 we're not guaranteed that they're going to be here and not have a health condition that's going to prevent them from even communicating with you trust me I'm a nurse there's a lot of diseases out here that prevent people communicating with you properly and efficiently but you want to get to them while you can. So you have those memories and to pass on, like you said, generations after, after, you know, it gets passed down and passed down and passed down. Can you imagine what, uh, 50, 60, hundred years from now, they're looking at that book. Like, yo, that was great, 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 great grandma. 
Yeah, I can't even tell my son about his great-grandmother on my father's side because I don't really know much about her, but her name. So it's like, if I would have had this book, right, I would be able to say, look, this is your great-grandmother. And with my grandmother, like you said, you, you don't have to wait until they're sick. I took my book to my grandmother's house. I said, Grandma, come on. And she's looking at me sideways. And I was like, Grandma, it's not bad at all. It's nothing negative. You ain't got to talk about nothing negative. I ain't going to ask you nothing you don't want to talk about. Trust me, it's all positive. And she was like, all right. So I opened the book. She went from reluctant to I couldn't shut her up. (laughs) Will you not, Michelle? I was like, all right, Grandma, okay. When I come back, we're going to do a part two. We did like maybe like three or four pages that day and I and, and I just learned so much about my grandmother and I felt like I'm the closest to her now I know stuff about her that my other um cousins don't even her kids might not know just because one question leads to a story another question leads to her memory and it's just like you said she's not sick she's good I went to go visit her I took the book with me and Best that was the best visit I ever had with my grandmother. And I, I put my phone on record. I recorded her voice while I was there. So now I have audio from her telling me these stories and I have the book. And how what a precious memory you, you'll have for down the line. What a yes. like, the audio. Um, even the video, you know. Um, I think one of the things that that attracted me to you, I said my family had, and I just asked someone recently, which I gotta go into. We have a group chat as grandchildren. And I'm like, does anyone have that video that we recorded of Grandma G? <laughs> because we sat down with her. Um, one must have been the holidays because the Christmas tree was about, around her. So holidays, somewhere between Christmas and New Year's. And the family decided to videotape and just oh. ask. Her. And she went off and it's like, what happened now? Who said what? <laughs> right. And, and you see those things and it's just like you said, they're not going to be here forever. So you can look back. I mean, even... Okay, maybe you can't picture that so for you guys. Let's picture something as simple as if you have children. Look how the children grow so fast. Look back on those baby pictures or look back on those baby videos when they were kids first learning to walk. And I always look back like, where did my baby go? Oh my God. You know, you get that. Same concept with this with this book, right? You, the, again, we're, all, we're not all going to be here one day. So when that time comes, you can look back and go, Man, that day that we had, oh my gosh, she cracked me up here. <laughs> Whatever. And like she said, um, you know, Felicia said, I wrote the book, but I've used the book on many of my family members. Again, I've gifted the book many a times over the years to people for various reasons. Um, oh, quickly, I wanted you to go into um the second book that you made. Uh, <laughs> you know, Though it has nothing to do necessarily with aging for seniors, but for my family caregivers out here that have a significant out there, this is a good one. It it was like, I think it was after pandemic. Uh, I always said, people always said, when's the next one coming out? When's the next one? I'm like, there's no next one. I have to focus on this one. I have to give this one 110%. I never wanted to go into a second one until I felt like I reached my limit of expectation with this one until I felt like I've given this my undivided attention. I've gotten it as far as I can take it. So once I felt like, you know what, I've taken this as far as I can take it. It's still selling. It's doing great. Time for another one. I decided the second one, I wanted to keep it as the makings of. So the first one is the makings of me. So I was like, you know what, next I'm going to go with the makings of us. So the second book is the makings of us. And I created it for couples to use as a bonding tool and to bring them closer, to get them reactivated, to get them excited about the journey that they've begun, 
are on and are progressing to. So that one, it's just like the makings of me where it documents your relationship with your significant other. But this one is not meant to be passed on. It's for you and him to, you and him, you and her, her and her, anybody to do together. So with the first one, the makings of me, initially it was supposed to be for parents to pass on to their children. But I said, you know what? I don't want to limit me or my audience. So I'm going to make it. Anyone can fill out this book and pass it on to anyone. So the first yep. one is just for parents to give to kids. It can be yep. a wife to her best friend or her husband, even. That book is meant to be passed on to whoever you feel close to and you want to know the makings of you. The makings of us, I did something similar. I said, you know what? I don't want to limit my audience and I don't want it to be one-track minded. So it's not male, female geared. It's for any couple, any type of couple, any fashion of couple can fill out this book. You don't see him and her pronouns in it. It's just partner one, partner two. That's it. Because I said, I didn't want to exclude anyone. And that's just like the first one. I didn't want to exclude people. You might have a godson. You might not have a kid, but you might have a godson. So that was something special that I did with the second book. And both books allow for photos to be included also. That's important for me to mention that you can put pictures in this book. They have six pages for photos in the back of the book. Yes. But that was on Valentine's Day. And that was that was awesome. So now it feels good going to events with two books now. That feels so good. That feels so good because now you got options. (laughs) Give us these options, girl. Give us these options. Make these memories document life mm-hmm. life will fast so fast and we're just living we're living and going especially here in new york we're living and going oh and especially new york make you stop they make you stop and take a moment for each other yourself and it's important to stop we all have to take a moment and stop and just kind of track things and it's probably good for you too when you do it yourself you're like shoot when did that happen again you know you forgot everything <laughs> Tell you a funny story. When I first got the first book, when I printed it, I, I sold what I sold. And then one day I was like, all right, time for me to fill out my book for my son. Michelle, I could you not. I sat in my room. I got my pen. I'm ready. I'm filling it out. And I'm like, I had a moment of, wow. Like, I was really like, oh, shucks. Like, I had to put the book down because I really wanted to think and reflect on what I wanted to leave to my son, what I wanted to say to my son what I wanted to put as this answer because it's going to my son. And I was like, I kind of like myself on the back, like, wow, Felicia, this is crazy. I'm sitting here thinking I'm going to bust it out because I know everything in the book. No, it really does make you self-reflect on what you want to pass on and the lessons you're passing on because you're passing on lessons, advice, words of wisdom, and information. It's not just all mm. information details you're passing on lessons that they're going to take with them in life because this is what you wrote down this is what you said so they're following this blueprint that you left for them based on how you lived your life so what do you really want to tell them and i'm almost like wow i, I just i just knew i was gonna bust it out nah i didn't bust it out i didn't bust it out <laughs> like now i get it now i get what my clients are going through <laughs> yes 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 but you know what? That's a that's a valid point. That it's not just basic information. It's information, advice. It's stories. It's it's like you said, words of wisdom to live by. Yes. Generation things you don't want to leave behind. Um, you know, it's funny. I think about, and I'm sure you can do this too. I'm thinking about recipes, and I'm sure you can put in a recipe. Mm-hmm. So 
what they wanted to. And I'm thinking about how my aunts and uncles now are at the point where they're getting older. So now as the young kids are growing up and it's our turn now maybe to start the Thanksgiving dinners and take over. And I'm like, guys, are we going to still do this? Like, and does anyone know how Auntie Winnie makes this and how somebody makes this? And I'm calling the cousins of the children like, okay, your mother makes this. Do you know how to make this? (laughs) Right, right, right. And they probably don't because you never think about it. Like, I should give this recipe. I'm like, guys, get it together. (laughs) (laughs) I can't go on life without this. (laughs) And I think as we get older, too, we... I don't know about you, but I'm finding that I find more value in my relationships with my elders now. I don't know if it's because of the book or what it is, but I find that when I'm around my elders now, I want to talk more and I want to ask more questions and I want to know stories now. It's like, what were you like? What, 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 where, how did you meet such and such? And you can see it on their face that they appreciate you asking. Because you you care about what they've been through. And they appreciate that. When I asked my grandmother those questions after a while, it was like, it's a sense of love and appreciation that you care about what I've been through. You care about it enough to ask. So you're yeah. not just asking for your own reason of you want this book, but you're letting them know, I care about you enough to ask you these questions mm-hmm. and to get this book from you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's family, right? The epitome of family or whoever you consider family. Remember, family, not all families, blood. <laughs> so like you said, whoever, girl, whoever you consider family, you know, you may not have children, but you want to pass it down to a niece or nephew or a godchild. That is fine. Whoever you feel you need to pass it down to, you pass it down to who you want exactly to be uh to be remembered and, and passed down to down to just a matter of whoever that is for you. You know, there's no mm-hmm. right. Right or wrong answer. Oh my it's God. Not. So Felicia, tell the people, how can they get a copy of the book and, and copies? Because I guarantee y'all gonna need more than one. I get <laughs> I'm not it up. Like you literally need more than one. Buy a bulk amount and just keep it in the house and will come up throughout the year that you can gift it to someone. Look, end of the year teacher gifts. That would have been such a nice gift for an end of the year teacher gift. It's a teacher, it's, it's if it's anything, like you said, you don't have to be sick. It's birthdays, weddings, couples, Valentine's Day. If it's everything, I, my biggest holiday, I would say, is Mother's Day and Christmas. Mother's Day, Christmas. And to be honest, I mean, where else can you find a gift for $15 that's worth value? Mm-hmm. You can't. Mm-hmm. You really can't. Priceless value. It's not just any book. I always say it's $14.99, but it's worth so much more once you fill it out. And all yeah. you got to do is fill in the blanks. People say, how do, how do I, how does it work? Do I do your masturbation? No. All you have to do is fill in the blanks. Right. See a question, you answer it. That's it. All right. you got to do is fill in the blanks. Right. I did the rest already. I did the rest. It's easy. Right. right. But the, um, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. You cut out. Oh, so you got them, right? Like you did the work. You just, I, just question that I have on the paper. Right. That's it. it guys connect that's your only job is to connect with your loved one that you're doing this exactly Mm -hmm. the website and both books are on the website is www.themakingsofme.com 
it's easy. So, and, and they're only $14.99 each. And no matter how many you order at one time, shipping is only $3. So like you said earlier, yes, order as many as you want now so you can pay a one-time shipping fee of $3 for however many you order. Yeah. But yeah, themakingsofme.com. And yeah. before I go to, I want to say, Michelle, like hearing you talk about the book and how important it is, it always warms my heart when I know that someone else grasp mm-hmm. wholeheartedly the concept and the meaning behind the book. So to hear you speak about it and know how important it is and its significance, it means the world to me. Oh, I so appreciate it. So, You're and welcome. you, even you keep coming back to support me and thinking about me during your blog, you know, a blog that I can relate to in my book. Thank you. Like, thank you. Because this reassures my confidence yes yes in the process that so it thank you yes yes i'm screaming it from the rooftops it is <laughs> what is necessary there and culture wise too so don't get it twisted as well some cultures don't talk like that's just we don't talk about that and that includes me i'm caribbean i'm jamaican and they don't my father don't talk yeah, <laughs> yeah. this might be a way to open the family up and open the conversation up. I'm always up for trying to find different ways to get people to start talking. So maybe right. that's it, especially because they're talking about themselves. Who doesn't want to talk about themselves? <laughs> and you're not asking for like personal detailed information, like social security number or anything. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about memories from them and their past and growing up in their young adulthood. How did they maneuver and function? Right. Their- so yeah, guys, I am telling you, I tell you, Yes, you need both books, but yes, you need the Makings of Me book and you need multiple copies because there's multiple people in your life that <laughs> for including your own. All right. So thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A hundred times over. Thank you. Uh, you're thank very you. Now, as far as my beautiful Dare to My Heart podcast family, I will see you guys next week. Until then, be blessed, stay safe. And if you need to contact me, visit my website, www.daretomyheart.com. And the two is the number two, okay? All right. Until then, next week, guys.